What's happening, fam? It's your boy Sherrod, and welcome to another podcast episode of Behind the Grind, powered by Sherrod Speaks, where each episode I have a conversation. I go behind the scenes to talk to individuals like you and I that are making impact with their influence and making change happen in the places around us. My goal is to encourage, to inspire, to motivate, give you everything that you need, the faith, the fuel, the ammunition, whatever it takes to get you on your journey as you push through and grind through behind the grind. Let's go. All right, well, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Grind. I am your host, Sherrod Schuler, and I'm so excited that you've decided to tune in and to listen to another conversation this week here on Behind the Grind. Listen, we are sharing with you once again a professional athlete on his grind right here on Behind the Grind. We have been in this series, and if you've been tracking with us, we have had some fascinating conversations with individuals that have been in the professional athlete uh, profession, right, in some shape or form, whether they've played sports or worked with other individuals um, that have pushed them to the level of succeeding in professional sports. And again, we wanted to bring that to you here on Behind the Grind because there's a mindset, there's a thought process. Uh, that we can translate even in our personal lives as we look to achieve top performance and peak performance. And so all the individuals that we have brought to you uh, have given you a dose of the mindset it is to be a professional athlete. And so this week, we're going to bring you one more. And actually, this one is about pushing you uh, to your optimal self and pushing yourself to the optimal limit. And the individual that we have in the grind seat is no stranger to the grind and the aspect that he has uh, conquered it both in two different professional sports. And so I'm going to get out the way. I'm excited to share this conversation and introduce you to my guests. So stick with us as we give it to you right here on Behind the Grind. Let's get it. All right, well, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Grind. I am your host, Sherrod Schuler, and I'm so excited to bring you another conversation here on Behind the Grind. So, you know, if you've been tracking with us a little bit, you know we've been on this professional athletes uh, series where we've been interviewing athletes uh, and talking about their grind. And of course, we're incorporating that and and making that fit in our lives, whether it's our business life or our personal life. But we're, we're talking about the aspect of professional athletes and what they have to go through to be successful and to reach high levels. That's why we're talking to some of the guests that we've had. Of course, we've talked to people in the NFL, the NBA, and I think we're rounding our bases today. <laughs> and we're talking to a former professional baseball player today here on Behind the Grind. And so, without further ado, let me introduce you to my guest, Jeremy Herder, here yeah, on yeah. Behind the Grind. Welcome, man. Man, thank you so much, man. I, I've been looking forward to this. You know, we've had this on the schedule for about a, a, a about a week or ten days now, man. And I've been I've been excited to get here, man, and, and share it with you. And you know, I love what you're doing, man. So, thanks for having me on. Man, I appreciate it. You know, like I said, we're rounding the bases, and so, <laughs> for say, and so I want to just jump right into it. You're a former professional baseball player. 
Um, you've got a lot of things going on. You've got some CrossFit things going on. I want you to tell my audience a little bit about your journey and how you got to this place. Uh, and, and tell us a little bit about that background in professional baseball. Sure, sure. Well, you know, just like your show says, Behind the Grind, it, it, it starts way back. My mom could tell you, like, from the time I came out, I was ready to swing bats and throw balls. And I was breaking windows as a little kid. When I was, you know, four or five years old, you asked, what am I going to be when I grow up? And I, I just told him I was going to be a baseball player. And I, I think it's important for people to, to understand, though, is, you know, in our lives, you know, I wasn't the biggest. I wasn't the fastest. I wasn't the strongest. You know, um, you know, there, there's a lot of those things in life that, you know, it, it was it was funny because people would be like, OK, so you're just a little guy, man. What, 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 what are you going to do when that doesn't happen? I'm like, no, but well, then I'm going to be a baseball player. <laughs> and, what, 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 you know, what we don't understand about about sport as a young kid is is or or the or any profession at the highest level is is the work that that you have to do when no one's watching right it's it's those kind of things and i'll share a quick story just to kind of let people know because you know in in our lives when you see and whatever success is because every human on earth has their own definition right and sometimes when you see the accolades you go okay he was a pro baseball player okay he won an event at a he made the crossfit games only 20 people in the world that year make it he won an event right like it's they're, they're cool things right like that right. that's the little tip of the iceberg today i run a, a real estate company that you know we did over half a billion in in, in volume last year 513 million to be exact and and that's a lot of people pulling on that rope man that's a lot of people pushing you know and and leading that group is is an amazing uh it, it it fulfills my heart to be honest with you more than anything is to see those people succeed i say that because that's the tip of the iceberg right that's what you, that's what's outside the water right and there's that water what you're in that boat above you don't see anything below that water all the trials all the tribulation all the no's all the you know all the days it hurt all those Saturday nights and Friday nights not going out with the fellas and, and and sitting in their backyards hitting balls off a tee like those are the things that you don't see you get to see that you get to see the outside right you don't get to see the rest so I think All it's right. important and, I, and just to kind of give people a little more context is a, a turning point in my life I was 13 years old and again, I never made I never made all stars. I wasn't the, I wasn't the best kid. I was the kid that you you wanted out there because I was gonna hustle. I was gonna run. Right. I was gonna work. I was gonna show up. I I was the grinder, man. I was right. that kid. Like right. I I wasn't a great baseball player. I played baseball great, and okay. it was because I did the I put the time in. But my thirteen year old year was was one of my was a re, like one of the better years that I had, and our team won the championship. Also, my coach was my best friend's dad. So I grew up with this kid. He's still one of my best friends to this day. And I thought for sure, because the, the coach gets to pick the last two kids on the all-star team. The rest of the coaches, you know, they all pick. And then he gets to pick the last two. And I thought, oh, man, this is my year, right? Like, <laughs> oh, we won the championship. He's like a, he's like a dad to dad me, to you me. know? Like, you know, I yeah. mean, I had all these preconceived notions, right, where I thought, Oh, I'm going to get it because of who he is, right? Because right. of my connection to him. And I didn't, and my name didn't get called that day. And we were at the little pizza party after, 
and you know like all the kids get together you know the teams and you know the parents are drinking beer and the kids eat pizza and playing games and in that moment i walked over i saw i walked over to him and i was crushed that my name didn't get called and i walked over and i said you know how you know mr i don't want to throw their names but and i said how come i didn't make it and shroud i'm gonna tell you this man I could tell you what he was wearing. I could tell you what I was wearing. I'm 50 years old today. That was when I was a 13 year old boy. It's vivid memory. Like, like I could tell you like it was yesterday. He looked me dead in the eye and he said, son, because you weren't good enough. Now you hear those words, right? Everybody goes and I, and no, no, don't get me wrong. I was crushed. I was like, oh oh my gosh. Like, and let me just going to, I want to, he, he is an amazing man with a very good heart and I'll, and I'll, sure. and, I'll, and, I'll, and, I'll and I'll put more context to this story. So of course, as a 13 year old boy, you know what I did? I ran to the phone, asked the lady behind the counter to, to, you know, to call my mom to dial this number. I needed, I need to call my mom. She was like, kid looks scared. Like, yeah. Okay. Is everything okay? I'm like, yes. I called my mom. I said, mom, you got to come pick me up. She's like, no, you're supposed to stay the night. You know, what are you doing? It's a sleepover. And I was like, please, 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 please. She's like, fine. I'm on my way. I didn't even go back in there. I went outside. I sat on the curb till she got there. Jumped in. Car pulled up, man. I jumped in that car and I was like, it, of course, then it was like waterworks, man. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what is going on? Right. What is going on? And I'm like, just go, just go, just go. She goes, son, I'm not, I'm not moving this car until you tell me what the heck's going on. This is, this right. is this crazy. Right. So I told her, told her what happened. And she was, you know. Like any mom, any parent, y'all listening of right course. now are probably all fired up. you like, what? Get in here We're and get this go dude to <laughs> My kid ain't good enough. Wait. You right, know? right. So she's like, I'm going, I said, please don't, please don't, please don't, please don't. Here's what I want everyone to hear. Greatest question my mom ever asked me, ever in my life. Greatest question. And I don't even know that she knew what she was doing, but she's, she, again, she stood, she stopped the car. She said, We're not going anywhere. And I said, please do not go in there. She's like, okay. Look me dead in the face. And she said, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? I mean, and I'm asking everybody out there, right? When you're getting hit in the face, when you get punched in the gut, when somebody tells you no, you're going to sit around and cry about it? The, the milk is spilled. If you let that right. milk just sit there. It's gonna, right. it's gonna turn to mold. It's gonna stink. It's right. gonna be gross. It's gonna, it's gonna affect your whole, <laughs> right? right? Or you're gonna clean it up. So I said to her, I said, please. And I live in Southern California. Our, our sporting goods in those days was called Big Five. I don't know if you guys have those in other places, but yeah, okay. I said, you know, it's like a Dick's or whatever. Okay. You know what I mean? It's yep. a big sporting goods store. So okay. Please take me to Big Five. Please take me to Big Five. She's like, okay. Jeremy, Mike, what? Like she is like, she's not. She's like, this kid is out of his mind, right? She did. She's like, all right, because you know, she, you yeah. know what she was thinking. Like, yeah, you don't want ice cream. You don't want right. to like go get a toy. How can and I fix it? it? Right. She's just trying right? to fix it. Right. Mom wants to fix it. Right. Let me, let me, let me. And so, so we go there. I walk her in, and I point at this tee, batting tee, and I said, I want that. I could tell you the same thing I told you about what he was wearing, what I was wearing. I could still see that sign. It was yellow. It was on sale, nineteen ninety nine. I still remember it to this day. And I said, that right there. I want one of those. So she's like, 20 bucks? All right, whatever, right? She's like, just gonna make this kid happy. Shrod, I made a deal with myself on that day that I was gonna hit 100 balls off that tee every single day. Now, 
it, every single day. And it rain or shine, and, the, and when it was when it was rain outside, I'd hit tennis balls because they wouldn't wreck the good baseballs. Like sure. I, I had, and not for any other reason, because I never wanted anybody ever to tell me that I wasn't good enough again. Yes. It wasn't gonna if you if I wasn't good enough, it wasn't gonna be because I want I didn't work at it, that mm. I didn't put the time, I didn't put the energy, I didn't put it in. I'm gonna get out there, I'm gonna go. So, and and I want everyone to know this. I, every day, by the way, they my mm. mom. It, my grandparents, they thought I was crazy. They were like, what is this kid doing? Like, for real. Like, they were like, hey, we got to go to, you know. If we, if we were going to church on Sunday, I was getting up. If we were going at 9, I was getting up at, at 7 on, on a Sunday as a 15, 14-year-old and whooping and hitting those balls before because, wow. you know, you, you see. My point is this that I want people to get and understand is that. And I didn't know what I was doing either. Let's be sure, clear. Sure, I just knew sure. I never wanted to hear those words again. Sure. That's it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. here's what I say is, we, and you've heard this before, but it's a true statement is we, we, we overestimate what we can do in a year, but we underestimate what we can do in five or ten. Mm -hmm. So now the next year I wasn't that much. I, wa I wasn't that much different. I played again. It was okay. Right. And then you go into mm -hmm. high school. Barely made the high school team. Did not play as a, as a. I mean, I was the bench warmer. I was getting okay. coach said, get the water. Okay. You're, you're, the, you know. I was like, yep, I'll go get the water. Whatever. Just let me be on the team. Really? Let me get out here and play. I didn't care. I didn't care about that. And all I wanted to do was be part of it. I wanted to be out there. I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to have the opportunity to to, to, to get out there every day. But again, nothing. Sophomore year, okay, not great. Junior year, uh, you know, a little bit better. Senior year, I led the state in hitting. I was I was the MVP of the team. I was a, uh, and I was and I was an all league player, right? Really? Got, okay. And your letterman's jacket and all that. Yeah. And got a scholarship, and I went on to play at Gonzaga University. Um, wow. And Division one was yeah. an all pack and infield. Nothing ever stopped, Sharad. I still have that T today. That when wow. I tr I've moved a hundred times. I've lived in different states. I played. And, you and, and I don't use it today. It's not like yes. I have it, but it's a symbol. Yes. It's a symbol to me to know that you have to put in the work. Yes. It's not, it's not, it's not all the fancy stuff. It's not all the gadgets. It's not all yes. the, no, no, no. It's what you do. It's, it's what you did off of that tee that gave yeah. me the opportunities that came before me. But years later, right? Mm -hmm. See, we, we're in this, we, we want instant results. We want right. instant gratification. Right. But nothing great is instant gratification. We're, we're deceived by Amazon and Siri. <laughs> you know, hey, quick, Amazon. Right, that right. Stuff just shows and showing up to your door in a minute. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not how it's not how true success in life works. And I don't mean success like, oh, you need to be a pro baseball sure. player. You need to be sure. no, no. Success sure. is what you want it to be. But mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's gonna take the grunt. It's gonna take doing those things. Wow. And I want to share with you this too. The words you're not good enough sound very mm -hmm. harsh. Mm -hmm. But when I told you he was a wonderful man, he was a truly wonderful man and oh, a very big heart. That's and, interesting. But what he was saying was the truth. Yeah. Yes. He yep. told me the truth that yes. day. He didn't say, again, I wasn't good enough yet. Yeah. I wasn't good enough yet. Mm -hmm. Today, and here's the thing. There, there are 15, 20 teams in that league when I was a kid. There's a hundred other players. There are 15 mm -hmm. kids that make that team, right? <laughs> right? So if I was number 16, which if you said you're 16 in the out of a hundred, 
you're pretty damn good, right? I would say you're pretty good, <laughs> but I'm only taking 15. So you're so so again, that that year in that moment, you weren't good enough. There were 15 yeah. other kids better than that you. Were better. Now, mm-hmm. what are they? What you again? I'll go back to what my mom said. What are you gonna do about it? What are you what gonna do? You about it? do? Right. Here's a cool. Here, here's here's a bring a full circle for you. Yeah. Is out of those 15 kids that were better than me at 13 years old that year, and yeah. maybe there was more. Maybe I wasn't. Maybe I was the 50th best kid. I don't know. They, they okay. don't judge. You. There's no <laughs> metric behind that, right? I just knew I wasn't one of the top 15. Okay. Those 15 kids who again. Most of them are still my friends to this day because sure, athletes, sure. you know what I mean? We grew up sure, together, right? I still sure. know, we still see it. Sure. That uh, uh, one night, one night, half of that team, seven of those kids, some of the grownups at that point, uh-huh. bought a ticket to come watch me play baseball. So really, they were circle. all better than me. Yeah, because it was a full circle. They got together, guys hung out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they came to the stadium that night to watch a game and I was the one playing. Oh, wow. Not because, and and again, I'll be honest in my head, even in those days, I was very honest. Those kids were better than most of those kids were better than me. You know what I was looking for? (laughs) I was playing, I was playing what a lot of people are doing right now in our society. I -hmm. was playing the, I deserve it because role. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know the coach. I'm out there so, and I'm, you're right. <laughs> I, not because I'm good enough, not because I put in the time, not because I put yeah. in the work. Yeah. That wasn't what I was saying. I was, yeah. I was under the false illusion that I should be on that team because he liked me. He liked me, right? This is, that's the mentality that we have to get out of. That's where we have to change. We got to stop with that. You don't deserve anything. <laughs> like, Hey, you deserve what you put what you put the work into. Let me right? ask you this: Prior yeah. to that, did you have did you have like some level of work ethic that you had kind of like thought you had, were given? You were given a oh, little effort sure. before. Okay, 100%. wow. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. My, my, oh no, man. I lo- <laughs> I love the practice. I still yeah. love the practice today. If you yeah. called me today and said, "Hey, man, you want to go to the park and throw some balls?" I'd be like, "Yeah, let's go." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, let's do it. My, the answer is yes to the fact that look. I loved playing. I loved being outside. Man, I wasn't the kid with with playing video games. I wasn't the kid indoors. Even with my little brothers, man, I was like, I would coax them into going outside and playing stickball or football in the street. I was the one knocking on kids' doors going like, come outside. You know, they're like, no, come inside and play Nintendo. You know what I mean? I was like, no, I'm good, man. (laughs) Like, But I mean... Not that those things are bad either, because sure, hand-eye sure. coordination, how your brain works, sure, all, there's also sure. there's some beauty to all of it for 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 sure. Right. But yes, the answer is is not that I had this crazy work ethic, but mm-hmm. I was definitely the I was definitely the first kid there. My mom, my mom <laughs> tells a story. It, it's funny because I have two little girls. Well, they're grown now, but when they were younger, and trying to get them to like go to practice, right? Like they were both high level. I don't know if people know this, but I know when I say cheerleading, it's like, I didn't know what that was. When I was in school, cheerleading was like, you know, Friday night football games, you know, U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Like, it's a real thing nowadays. No, no. It, it, these, these girls, it's a sport, yo. These girls are crazy talented. Competitive, yeah. Competitive. I mean, yes. it's like it's like gymnastics slash parkour slash Cirque du Soleil, like 
these girls are unbelievable, man. <laughs> right, right. And I didn't know anything about it, so I had to learn. But uh -huh. so when my girls would, but getting them to go to practice, I used to always, I'm like, man, come on, let's go. Like, I'm excited. Like, I want, you know, I, mm -hmm. I'm not even get to practice, but I'm excited for you. <laughs> and it, they never went. And I told my mom, I was like, man, what, how did you get me to go to practice? Like, I was asking those questions as a parent. She's like, Jeremy, you get home from school. You would already have your uniform, your baseball out uniform on, football uniform on, soccer outfit on, going, let's go. And I'm like, it's three hours away, Jeremy. You you know. You <laughs> were up. Off. He's, he's like, I couldn't even pull the car up. I couldn't even get it stopped. And you were already out the door jumping the fence. You weren't even going through the gate. You were like jumping over the fence. Like right. so, man, yeah, some of those things are just are just they are what they are. But again. I wasn't doing anything extra, right? right until right. until I got to that point where it was like, okay, yeah. I'm not the talent kid. I'm not the yeah. kid that is just going to show up and be bigger, faster, stronger than everybody else. Right. My right. technique has to get better, and right. I and, and I say those words today because it's easier for people to understand. I didn't know that mm -hmm. then. What I knew is that, man, I just don't want those words to ever be uttered to me. That's I, I, I want to make right. this team. I want a chance to make the team. And, right. And, and what I'm doing now isn't enough. And that's right. showing up to practice two days right. a week. Right. You know, man, I, I, I didn't have that. I didn't have that kind of talent. Yeah. I had to do it every day. I had right. to be that person every single day. That's that, awesome. that was the difference, man. That was man, I, I love this story. And I love the way you, you, you shared, um, you know, obviously there's so many of us that have, you know, played sports, and, and some of us have been talented, right? We've shown sure. up, and our talent alone has allowed us, it's opened doors. But I like how in that moment you realize, okay, all right, yeah, you had to go through your little cry, you had to go through your little moment, but you realize, okay, it's almost like uh, he gave you focus at that moment. Like, okay, this is what I need to work on. This is what I, the, the, this is where there's a gap in my performance. This is what I need to hone in on. And you took that and just began to build on it. Like you said, it didn't happen over a year. It didn't happen over two years. You looked up and you looked at all the ground you covered and you had made it, uh, you know, Division One of baseball. So now let's talk about that. Now we, we talk, you, we, you made it a profession. How did that come about? How did you make this a profession? Man, I, I, I will just say the same, the same things is... Um, I, I want to add, you gave me the chills right now when you, with, with the way you described it, because you're right. And, and I'll say, and because the moment that I got to tell him that I was grateful for him, that mm -hmm. I was, that, you know, he said to me, uh, when I, when I, when I, so when I came, when I got back, so my senior year, right, I was all Pac-10. And yeah. it was cool. I mean, that's a, you know, there's some really amazing, you know, Hall sure. of Famers that came out of those same years. And so it's pretty sure. cool to be on, on those lists, right? And mm -hmm. that was the day, not the professional side, where he was like, yeah. you know, you really did it. And, and your hard work paid off. And, mm -hmm. again, it, it teared me up hearing somebody, you know, a man that you love and, and yeah. you cherish tell yeah. you that they're proud of you like that's an amazing right. thing right I, right I didn't have a father i didn't have that option okay right? so okay uh, a different story but we, we could talk about that too if you want but um so in that moment was also a massive amount of gratitude like i was okay. so grateful for that moment and i told him that story yeah. i said D he didn't remember it okay yeah he, he was like <laughs> he was like i said what like he was he was hurt right like he was the parent again you know 
And I said, no. Yeah. And, I, and I got to share with him, you know, I said, no, 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 please. You, yeah. you were always honest with me. You were always mm -hmm. told me when, when I wasn't doing the right thing. You were always telling me, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's not how you should act. Right. That's, wow. that's not how great people act. You, right. you know, like whoever your favorite player is or who that, you think that's what they're doing right now? Like right. th those are questions, right? So, so that's part of that. Like, I, I want people to, to, to hear that because gratitude comes a long way. And, and right. in, in, in adversity, can you find the gratitude? Can you find those that's moments good. of saying, yeah, I'm thankful this happened because, because it, it yeah. set me on, it set me on a different path. It set me on a different, gave me a different mindset. It, it forced me to understand that because again, I was playing with kids that were great. Like, yeah. And we're a lot bigger than me. I was a very small kid. Like I didn't grow. I grew two inches and gained 20 pounds after high school. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you missed that, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, my growth spurt was later. Like I was a late bloomer, so to speak. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, I graduated. I mean, think about this. My, my, my freshman year, I wrestled. I was also a wrestler. I wrestled, okay. I wrestled 98 pounds as a freshman. Oh, wow. High In <laughs> no. I say that because I wasn't that big kid yeah, on a baseball a field. Strength, you know, that speed of the bat and strength yeah. matters. I had to be perfect, man, just to hit it mm. out of the infield. There were guys yeah. that could swing and, and have a terrible swing and hit it out of the park. You know what I mean? Like, right. oh, I didn't right. have that luxury. And so yeah. that was a moment that That's I good. that he gave me that allowed me to say, okay. And I don't know what the outcome was going to be. Sure. I sure. just knew that I was going to keep going until somebody somewhere. And there are plenty of times along the way where people would discourage you. Right. Like yeah. Yeah. I say it this way, Sherrod, there are plenty of people in my life, family members, you know, mm -hmm. people who thought they were mm -hmm. seeing the right thing or yeah. doing the right they thing were, by trying to get you what to, they thought. Yeah. Yeah. They're set, they didn't believe in my goal. Mm -hmm. Right. There are a lot of people that didn't believe I could make it. I just mm -hmm. wasn't one of them. Wow. I just That's wasn't good. one of them, man. That's good. That's good. <laughs> it didn't matter. Like mm -hmm. I heard it, but I was mm -hmm. like, okay, that's just all meaning well, but you knew, you knew what you believed. Well, I, I knew, I knew this as well. I wasn't mm -hmm. the kid that was going to get drafted out of high school. I knew that and okay. I, I was going to go to school, uh, you know, college was, college was, was my focus, right? right. College right. was what was going to happen. So right. that was my focus coming out of the, coming out of, you know, those last few years in high school, when you start to focus, you're like, okay, what does this look like? And yeah. my dream was to be a division one athlete. My dream right. was, you know what I mean? Like I knew right. the difference, right? I right. knew what was, I knew there were opportunities elsewhere, but right man, that, you know, you just have to find your opportunity. You have, you know, like, okay. So my hometown is what USC, UCLA, you know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah, not, let's just be clear. They weren't knocking on my door. <laughs> like, <laughs> they weren't beating down the door to be like, right. come over here. But right. cool thing is I got to play in the same league for, yeah. for another team and why, you yeah. know, I got a Washington and, yeah. and put it on them. You know That's what I mean? Good. Like, you may not have won. Again, I wasn't good enough yet. Yes. <laughs> not wow. yet. 
But, this, this, but keep watching, keep watching. <laughs> this is so good. You know, I, I thank you for walking us down this journey, uh, you know, in your b baseball career. But I want to I want to shift a little bit now because, yes. you know, I know there's been a lot that has happened since baseball. Right. Um, you know, noticing uh, the CrossFit. Yeah, so you got to talk us, talk to us about this, man. That's another level of pushing yourself <laughs> to an ultimate level. How did you get into CrossFit, and, and, and what's that about, man? What's, what's this mindset about? <laughs> uh, so the simple word is competitor, right? Ah, is that yeah. I like to compete, and yeah. I was still going to the gym. I was, you know, I, I'm, you know, I was still working out and doing things, and, mm -hmm. you know, I love staying active and, and having fun, and a, a good buddy of mine introduced me, and I'll be honest, I walked into that gym and I was and the first time I seen it and I was I was complete I was scared. Like I was like, yo, I saw well, girls doing things that I was like Before you go too right? far, me yeah. and my audience may not even know what CrossFit is. So oh, okay. give us a little bit more clarity yeah, sure. on what CrossFit is, if you okay. don't mind. <laughs> yeah, no, so so there's two different things, right? There's a methodology of CrossFit of using intervals to train, um, okay. using things like uh, Olympic weightlifting. If you've ever watched the Olympics, they have things okay. like the clean, the, the clean and jerk, and the snatch. Yeah. And so, CrossFit, what they did, what 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 the methodology was, is is using more of a functional style fitness. Right? It, it's not you go to a regular gym and there's machines. The way I explain it is when you go to CrossFit, you are the machine. Right? Okay. Like that's how gotcha. I can explain it best. Right? Like okay, you're yeah. using the same muscles, but you're using them in a very functional manner, a very mm -hmm. a, a manner that that is gonna is going to serve you not only in sport, but in everything, getting out of, out of your car, getting, you know, getting the groceries mm -hmm. in. Like those are all things that, that we can strengthen and, and get better at through, through core stability and, 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 and mobility of joints. And that's really the methodology of, of CrossFit. Makes but then sense. there's another level of it to the sport, right? They, they, they okay. opened up the CrossFit games because they said, we want to find the fittest people on earth. Yeah. Who's, who's yeah. the fittest, you know, people on earth. And because yeah. what they believed is this, Rod, is it, you have those, let's just take a, a marathoner, for instance, like you see the style, right? They're, they're usually very lean, lean, yeah. very light, right? Know. You know, the, the, the and I mean, they're running, tw you know, 21 <laughs> miles in, I mean, faster than most of us could drive our car, right? Like, <laughs> right. But you see what that body looks like. But those guys yeah. can't bench press their body weight. They exactly. can't squat their body weight for that matter, exactly. right? They don't hold that kind of, 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 of muscle. Then you mm -hmm. have, you know, you go on the, let's go to the complete other side and you have strongman mm -hmm. competition, right? Yeah. Big behemoth Be humans yeah. that are literally <laughs> lifting a ton off the ground, right? Yeah. But these guys can barely walk up a stairs without their heart beating through, right? Mm -hmm. They can't even run them up, right? Mm -hmm. So, so what they were, what they thought of the, the fittest is, is mm -hmm. somewhere in between lies that who's the person who's strong, who can run, who can swim, who can bike, who can, like, let's put it all together. So, uh, and, and they created this competition called the CrossFit Games, right? Mm -hmm. Now it's it's huge. It's on ESPN, right? They have major major sponsors now. It's 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 literally a pro sport, right? Like yeah. it's people making yeah. millions and millions of dollars uh, exercising or working yeah. out. So it's 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 really it's really cool to see how far it's come. Uh, yeah, it, it really is. Again, I don't want people to be confused though, because if you YouTube it or something, you're gonna mm -hmm. see some amazing feats, right? But mm -hmm. that's their job, right? Okay. I try to explain to people like this. When you watch those men or women, that's what they do all day, every day for a living. The people yeah. that are showing up on your screen are doing, they do it for a living. That's like, right. that's like us 
it, it, now imagine it can all come back down. I mean, you could watch Peyton Manning throw passes and be like, oh, that looks like fun. Cool. Right. But you're never going to the Super Bowl. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> exactly. Well, you could go out, you and I could go out and throw watch it around. Day and long. Right. around. <laughs> like, I mean, so the same thing goes, right? Yeah, we're not, you know, the, the CrossFit games, you have to look at them in that same regard of, of okay. an athlete, of, of, of where they are at this point in their life in sport. But we can still mm-hmm. train to have a better way of life, to move better. To, to, mm-hmm. to have, you know, to get rid of some aches and pains, right? You don't have to lift a million mm-hmm. pounds. You don't have to mm-hmm. run, you know, for three hours consecutively as fast as you can. Like, those are all, those are all extremes. But somewhere right. in between, there's a, there, there is a way for all of us to live better, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's really what it comes down to. So, but when I got introduced, I was hooked. I was like, yeah. whoa, this is... And it was one thing too, is because I couldn't do a lot of the things that, that they were doing. And so okay. I wanted to learn. I was like, wow, can you teach me that? <laughs> they were like, sure. And so, you know, one thing led to another. And again, I was not very good. I, I, I'll say it to you again this way, 2000, uh, 2010, I went and watched the competition uh, with, mm-hmm. with some friends and, and we went down onto the stadium floor after the competition. The girls had just got done doing the workout, okay? Okay. And we went down and, and we, cause they make it look so easy. You're like, Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I went to grab the bar that the girls were using, not the men that the girls were using. And I couldn't even get close to doing what, what these, what these amazing, amazing women were doing. And I was like, wow. wow. Like wow. It, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a gut check for sure. Right. It's, <laughs> it's again, that moment to say, yo, you aren't good enough. <laughs> Yet, right? So that was 2010, July of 2010. And in July of 2013, three years later, I was in the CrossFit Games and I won an event in the CrossFit Games. So again, you actually won an event. Wow. One of my two of my favorite exercises deadlift and box jump, uh, 315 pound deadlift, a 30 inch box jump. You do 21 of each, then you do 15 of each, (laughs) then you do nine of each, and you sprint to the finish line. Man. And uh, yeah. I, so, I, I, I set the I set the world record that year on, in that event. Okay. For, for for our division, yeah, it was it was cool. It was it was an amazing fight. And here's what I want people to know is at that at that advanced age of my life, right now I have kids. Yeah. You know, different um, stage of life. Yeah. And so it's it's a different time, right? When I was playing yeah. baseball in those young years, it was you know I, I didn't. <laughs> it, was, it was just me, you know. Now I'm dad. Now I got to get these girls to school and I got to braid hair and I got to get their lunches made. And you know what I mean? Like I got a, that, that, that full-time job and, and the, and, and by far the most important job. And so what I want people to know too, in your life is nobody gets here by themselves. So yeah, yeah, it was me in the backyard hitting off a tee because I could do that. Yeah. It was me in the gym late at night, but here's the thing, those girls, they sacrificed and what they sacrificed mm-hmm. was time with me or, 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 or being at the gym till 10, 11 o'clock so I could get my workout in. Cause I still had, you know, I still had a real estate career going and, okay. and they would, you know, I had bottom bean bags and they could, they could yeah. sleep on the floor in the gym, right? Like they yeah. would lay there and they had blankets and they get their, <laughs> do their homework. And, you know, many nights shroud, I'd, yeah. I'd literally be picking them up, putting them in the car, wow. putting their blankets on and driving home because they would have fallen asleep. Right. But I'm going to say, and, and this is the part that, that, that I think is very important for people is that other people are sacrificing with you and around you. 
right? Yes, I had to sacrifice. Yes, there were nights, but those girls sacrificed too. And winning that day, standing on that post, standing on that box, jumping down, being on that, you know, is, and looking up in that crowd, and there's thousands of people around, and I caught eyes with my youngest, her name is Ryan, yeah. caught eyes with Ryan, and she, was, and she was crying. Like, I saw her in the crowd, like, right there in front of me, and she was crying, and I started crying. Like, and people were like, what are you crying for? And I was like, I saw Ryan crying. Like, but, but she was so excited. And I can remember those nights of picking her up and, and, and you know, and taking her to the car yeah. and her, you know, her wanting to see dad succeed, yeah. you know? And, oh, and, wow. and again, Taylor, my, my older daughter too, came to the fence and we're hugging and, and getting to share that moment with them mm-hmm. is, was, was another turning point because it, it was really powerful because they shared in that. That, that was their victory it, too. It yes. was yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, so so I want so so I want people to understand is when are we that person? When are we that kid? Maybe as a grown up, and it's somebody around us. Do we? Oh, they're just lucky, or oh, they just whatever, or can we celebrate their success? Right. This world is big enough. Like we need to celebrate each other's I success and not take them down. We're so ready to judge and we're so ready to to break down That's the good. person who's on the top because whatever, right? Oh, it's easier right. for them. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. No, 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 no. And knowing that and watching them celebrate with me, mm-hmm. seeing them victorious because they knew that they played a part in That's in good. me getting there, it was a very, very important piece, man. And yeah. And that 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 is more important than than any than any of the other than any than me winning that has nothing to do with it. Seeing right. them, and that's a moment. And I say this: people get two things confused, Sherrod. There's there's accomplishment, and there's fulfillment. What you see on my resume is accomplishment, and I want ah, people to understand that cool. is not fulfillment. I wasn't fulfilled by winning. I wasn't fulfilled by hitting a home run in a baseball game. That's there good. were great moments. It felt good. You know, your work paying off. Yes, yes, yes. But yes. those are accomplishments. Right. That's Understand good. the difference between accomplishment and fulfillment. And fulfillment, yep. Fulfillment was the moment that I got to see them excited. And I know I'm off topic, but I, I no, want to share this. No, man, you're on topic. <laughs> oh, I want to share this story with you really quick because okay. I get that question all the time. Like when we talked about it in the beginning, right? That that little bit of the iceberg that's out of the water, that's sure. accomplishment. That's what people see. The, mm-hmm. What you see when, when you get my resume or my bio, mm-hmm. those are accomplishments. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you the truth. None of those things. Fulfillment is the thing. So when I when I started CrossFit, I needed a place to train because there was no one, there was nowhere around. It was still relatively new. So I thought, holy cow, I'm a businessman. I got some money. You know what I mean? I run another business. Maybe we could start a gym. And went through the paces, learned all about it, tore, went around California, went and met with many, many different owners of, of gyms and things like that. Yeah. And learned as much as I could and we opened a gym. And okay. it was one of the most amazing things. And here's why. I mean, we had kids come through there that I had a football program that, that made it to Division One to the NFL. I had and and seeing and I knew in this moment. Here's the difference: is that on on uh, we had owned the gym for we were about two years into the gym. So prior to me actually making the CrossFit Games, 
and we had a chalkboard wall that we painted chalk, right? Okay. That people would come in and write a goal on. So when okay. you came, Shroud would be like, hey, look, what is it? Yeah. What do you, why are you here? And right. I would do an assessment with everybody when they would come in. So I would sit down. Yeah, okay, I want to lose 50 pounds. Okay, I want to do this. Okay, I have a, a wedding coming up. Or a, I want to be on vacation. I want to wear that bikini. Like, whatever their goal right. is, doesn't matter, right? Because by right. the time they get there, that's usually what it is. It's usually probably right. something aesthetically. Like, I got to lose some weight. <laughs> I want to get a six-pack, right? And, I mean, unless they were an athlete and they're like, no, man, I want to get a scholarship, right? Or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so this lady comes in, and she's probably about 80 pounds overweight. And we sit down and we're doing the assessment. She signs up because we had a we had a program that, that was designed for 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 you know people who wanted to lose weight, right? Because we gave you a nutrition program. But I would do the assessment. And one of the things that I would always do with them is at the end, I would say, Okay, I want you to close your eyes with me. Mm-hmm. And I I need you to picture her, right? You you told me 80 pounds. You said your goal was 80 pounds. Now I need you to picture her. I need you to to actually see her. And what is she wearing? What is what what are her shoes she's wearing? What dress does she have on? What earrings does she have? What is her is her hair up or is it down? What perfume is she wearing? Like right. and where is she going? Like is, right. it, is it dinner with her husband? Is it is, is it some gal? What, what is it? Because if we cannot see it, it's impossible for yeah. it to happen. It's impossible. We've got to create this vision. And here's a cool story about this lady is that, and I would tell you probably eight out of ten, including myself, would start crying. Right. Mm. The ones that could see it would start crying mm-hmm. and the ones that couldn't, we had to find another goal because that wasn't their goal. That means that was not important to you. Mm-hmm. See, we get confused because we, because society is telling us what we should look like on Instagram. Right. Mm-hmm. And they should tell you what size you should be and all these other things. And, and we get confused because now those are somebody else's goals. And we come in there and we tell you that's our goal, but it's not our, it's not our goal. It's somebody mm-hmm. else's goal. It's something else that I was watching. It's something else that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So when they if, if they did if it didn't move them, I'd say we I need a new goal. I need, and that's that's not important. This is enough. not this is not the goal. <laughs> it's not important. It's not important yeah. enough to you. And we make time mm-hmm. for what we want. Mm. You won't make time for this. You won't. Wow. Wow. You'll, you'll be out. I'll, yeah, the company makes money, but you'll be you'll be. I mean, and I want people to understand that. That's good. This time, you know what she said to me? You'll love this. She said, "I saw girls out there." doing the thing. I don't know what it's called. They were on the bar. They pull, I said, a pull up. She's like, yes. She said, ever since I was in grade school, I remember my sixth grade year. I could, I've never, ever, ever been able to do it. I remember girls could do it. I was always a little bit heavier. I was always this, and I could never do a pull up. I said, Hmm. All right. So why do, so are you, what I'm hearing you say is your goal is to do a pull up. So over the next six, eight, 12 months that we work together, your goal, you want, you want to do a pull up. You want to, you want to, you want to grab that bar and pull your ass up over the top of it. You want to, (laughs) and she lit up, man, her, her posture got better. You know what I mean? You can see it. Her breathing changed. I was like, that's that's something that she'll get after. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But here, so here's the correlation. Okay. I said, in order to do that, we've got to create strength. We've got to, you know, you've got to make sure your yeah. shoulders, you know, it, it, first of all, and we're for sure going to have to lose weight. So lose weight is going to be part of the process, mm-hmm. but our goal is not to lose weight. Our goal is to get your ass up over that ball. She said, yes. I said, you get your ass out there and write that on the board <laughs> and I'll see, and I'll see you in class. Right. Let's roll. Fast forward about six months. No, she's down 50 pounds roughly. 
And she comes in. I was teaching a class six o'clock at night. We have two classes left. Six o'clock, seven o'clock. I'm teaching both of them. Yeah. She comes walking through that door. She got like a skip in her step, man. She is just like, whoo, you know what I mean? <laughs> giddy up. She's like, <laughs> and she looks at me and she's like, today's the day. I was like, for what? Like, cool. What, 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 like, what is today? I'm like, did I miss something? Like, is it special? What's today? She's like, I'm going to do a pull up. I was like, oh. Mm. And remember, we've been doing bands. We, I put together a whole shoulder program because she was having some impingement with her shoulders. So we, yeah. we worked on some stuff so that she could pull from the right position and not, right. you know, anyways. <laughs> and so I said, all right. I, and I look at, and I know what the workout is. And I'm like, man, at the end of workout, she's going to be smoked, right? Like, this is a tough workout today. <laughs> I said, so we need to do this first. I said, I'll tell you what, I'm going to put them, I'm going to put them through the warm up. You go over and do your shoulder exercises. We had a, we had a separate uh, area for, for mobility and stuff. I said, go, Go do all the stuff that you normally do on 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 uh, on pulling days, yeah. and right. and and then let me know when you're ready. I'm gonna warm these guys up for the class. Right. So sure enough, right? We get done with the warm up. She comes over, and you know, she's a little bit sweaty. She's ready to roll. I'm like, hold on. I run over, and the class stops. Right. Somebody walks over, actually turns the music off. Right. Cause we get, and Sharad, man, she jumps up there, grabs onto this thing. She starts pulling, and you can see it. There's a little sticking point, and then it looks like she shot out of a cannon, and she's like, wham. Wow. Oh, her <laughs> eyes got this big. She dropped down like, oh. She came running over to me. She jumped on me. I mean, I'm talking bear hug, yeah, feet around. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh the crowd of people in the class were going crazy, wow. cheering. She's crying. I'm crying. She turns around. She runs back over. She does like three or four more, right? I mean, the most amazing, like, you're like, oh, my God, like, yes. Everyone's high-fiving and hugging, and we go and do the workout at the best class, right? The yeah. next people come in, they see it, and the night ends, and everybody leaves, and and I got to do the closing, and I, you know, to do all yeah. the paperwork. I see how right. many people came in, right? All the other right. business. Right, right. I'm usually there till about 9 or 10 o'clock at night after everybody leaves, right? Right. And I'm sitting in my desk. I'm going through the numbers and I'm, and I'm doing all my normal closing stuff. And mm. man, I'm just, I have this elated feeling like it hasn't yeah. came down. Wow. And you know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy. And I'm like, this is so amazing. And, and I'm the, I'm a journal guy. So if y'all don't okay. journal, you should okay. like, I got yeah, them everywhere. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and I start journaling. I start, I stop what I'm doing and I'm writing about it. And that's when I knew what true fulfillment was I hit it. because yeah. here's, here's a part of this. That's, it's funny that that's the correlation is, is so serendipitous is that on that same goal board that she had pull up mm -hmm. like two, two, two rungs below that. I my goal was a 500 pound deadlift. And mm -hmm. on that same day at 12 o'clock noon is when I, I would train in the middle of the day because I'd work in the morning, real estate. I'd come to the gym in the afternoon. I train and then I then I I run the night the the night classes, mm. and in that same exact day, at twelve o'clock in our training session, I lit I hit five hundred. First person wow. in our gym, Amazing. first person in our I weighed one hundred eighty two yeah. pounds that day. So it's like the elite level, right? Two yeah. and a half times your body weight. All these things that I, all these goals, you know, the goals that I set. Yeah. And but I I will tell you this: I walked over there and. 
the moment I hit it, you know, guys that I trained with were high five and two, man, right, were like right, chest right, bumping, right. like, yo, right. you know? <laughs> and I walked over, grabbed that chop, put a line through 500, and I wrote 550, right? Like, instantly. It didn't, it, yeah. like, that was cool. Yeah. What's next, right? It, yeah. That yeah. was an accomplishment, yeah. right? Yeah. That evening, helping her train and lose weight and go for her goal and seeing her achieve a goal was fulfillment. Oh, for real. I can only imagine. Two totally different <laughs> things I want people to understand. So yeah. again, we think it's about us. We think about us, you know, getting the nice mm. car, having a big house, you know, mm. whatever your bank account looks like, well, you know, all the Instagram photo, like whatever. Like yeah. Man, a lot of that can be very empty. Yeah. A lot of that because it's accomplishment. And yeah. now it's like, all right, what's next? Wow. Fulfillment is when you get to help others. Take your knowledge, take your expertise, take the things that you've learned. And even if you don't have, it doesn't matter about the crazy accomplishments. That's not the right. point. Right. Every person listening right now has done something in their life. They've yeah. accomplished something. They fought through something. Right. That's the story that they right. need to get behind. That's the story that they need to share. Yeah. Because there's somebody out there just like you. Man. Just like you. Man, man, listen, man, that's what the behind the grind is really about. You know, I know mm. we, we throw that title out there, but what you, you're saying right there is what you, you tied it all together right there with that kind of story there. That's what truly what behind the grind is about. I mean, you know, we, we can accomplish things, we can grab things, but if you don't really get to that place of fulfillment and, and tying in the fulfillment part of it, it's, it's all empty. It's nothing. You hit the you hit it on the head with that, and I was going to ask you, and it's funny that you went down this road with the story because I was going to ask you, how do you motivate people who are unmotivated? And you tied that all together, and uh, how you 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 went back, and that just shows how you're a coach too, really, how you were able to say, okay, wait a minute, this goal isn't working for this individual. Let me really get to <laughs> what it is that's going to trigger that goal. And so I want to add you know, this, and this this yeah, might help people with the term motivation is that. Mm -hmm. You see, most people don't lack motivation. They lack clarity. You clarity. see, clarity. Yeah. She was not. She was not clear on what really meant something to me, or, or I'm not really clear ah, on the good. direction. So that leaves me away from actually yep. doing the things that are going to be necessary to, yep. to get anywhere. Is that mm. I don't lack motivation because look, and I'm guilty of this. I can tell you right now. I get up in the morning and I and I, and I train. Just I don't compete anymore, but. But it's something that it's 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 my sanctuary. It's my meditation, right, if you will. Right, right? It's right. literally where my brain, where I can shut everything off, yeah. and I can just get after it, right? And 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 I can focus. I don't have to worry about anything else that's going on in, right. in my life at the moment. And there are days when I don't know what I'm doing walking in, going down to. I call it the dungeon. I built this gym in my house called the dungeon. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> when I go down to the dungeon, those days that I don't. I'm not clear on on what today is and what I, what my goal is of the day oh, and of good. the workout. That's good. It's is very difficult to get started. Some days mm -hmm. I don't e you don't even want to go down there because I'm like, oh man, I don't even. The days that it's already on the board, well, all I got to do is roll in and see it and be like, all right, let's get to work. There's clarity mm -hmm. there. Clarity. And and that brings more. And I use that just in a in a uh, in a workout term, but that's our whole life. Oh no, that yeah. If tonight, right? If you mm -hmm. looked at your schedule for tomorrow and, and, and then you looked at it and you said, okay, what's the most important thing? What is the, we call it the big rock, right? What is my big right. rock tomorrow? What is that thing? If I could, 
if I can get clear with optimal self, we call it my, my literally my line that I tell everybody as I say, listen, the power of tomorrow mm-hmm. starts with your intention of tonight. Mm-hmm. Get clear on tomorrow and you got a shop, man. You got a shop. Wow. What am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? What am I where? What route am I going to take? What am I going to wear? Some of the greatest leaders in the history of our world, like the things that we use today, your iPhone and all that. Yeah. You ever seen Steve Jobs? He wore the same outfit every day. He had 150 black shirts because it was like, yo, I don't want to. I, I don't, don't want to no put confusion. brains. I don't want to put, <laughs> put any energy into that. Right. Like I'm trying to change the world, yo. Yeah. I, I don't have time to figure out what shirt I'm going to wear. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good, man. Clarity, man. Clarity. Clarity. Like everyone, you can do it no matter what your life is. Even if you're, and I'll say this, let me add this. Cause this is something that sure. I always get from people as they say, well, I, you know, I hate my job or I don't like what I do. And I said, okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Most don't because we're conditioned that way. Yeah. Right. We haven't uh-huh. been conditioned to, to, to be great. We've actually probably been the opposite. We're told not to, right? You need to be unapologetically great. And I'm going to say this, no matter what your job is, be unapologetically great at your job. So even if you're going to that job tomorrow and whatever, it's 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 at McDonald's. You know, let's make it real simple. Let's just say that okay. if you're like, man, I hate it. Okay. But let me tell you this. Go there tomorrow. Set your goal and be like, no, I'm gonna make the best damn hamburger that it has ever been. That McDonald's has been around for however many years. They've sold a quadrillion hamburgers, but you know what? I'm gonna make the best damn hamburger that McDonald's has ever made. Here's why I say that. They're like, man, that's it. No, listen. How you are here is how you are everywhere. Everywhere, right? You can't be great other places if you're half-assing that. Mm-hmm. You can't. Mm-hmm. You gotta be able to do the things great that you don't want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Success comes consistency. It comes from doing the things that you don't want to do. Right. That's so go there. Be the best at it. Be the best that you can possibly be, because that will lead you to the next thing. Because there's a there's a really cool story of a guy that he in California, I think he owns like 35 Burger Kings. Now, I don't know if they have Burger Kings all over, (laughs) but it's a cool story. He didn't even have he, he was an immigrant. He didn't even have his papers yet. And so uh-huh. he worked under the table as, as a sweeper, right? Mm-hmm. As, a, as a, he'd come in and like clean after hours so he could make money, right? And it was at a Burger King. And that owner like gave him the shot, right? They were like, look, yeah. you get it. You're, you're just trying to work hard. Look, you know, and he kept feeding into him. He kept giving him more tasks. He kept giving him more things. And, right. and because every time he did it, he did it better than it had ever been done. They had like, they had this crazy like, thousand dollars a month cleaner coming in that would you know bring in their crews and trucks and all this stuff right right and this one dude was doing it better than that than they were <laughs> one dude by himself because he did it better than anybody else could do it and That's that led awesome. to the next thing listen all of your habits right now are stacking wow. good or bad right good or bad right because and it's the little things do that thing great it'll lead to the next thing do that thing great it'll lead to the next thing and again it's not going to happen overnight. Yeah. I'm living proof of that. It's not. Yeah. But if, if, but when you start stacking these things and you start giving yourself a hundred, again, what we call it a hundred or nothing. If you're not yeah. going to give it a hundred, let it go. Don't do it. It's not important to you. Awesome. See, if you, if Man. you can't give a hundred, forget it. Don't do it. You going to yeah. lunch with your, you going to dinner with your wife tonight, turn your damn phone off, put it down and give her a hundred and watch what happened. Yep. Woo. <laughs> 
<laughs> Look here, Jeremy, man. Our our time is 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 getting close to to the end here, and um, I wanted to before we got out of here, I just want briefly uh, to share with my audience a little bit. You've been referencing uh, your your organization, your company. Tell us just briefly, you know, what 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 you're doing with um, Optimal Self and and what that's about, and then also if you could just tell us how people can continue to follow you and and get more information about the things that you have, um, because definitely this conversation has got me, it's got me, got my wheels turning. I'm feeling like, yeah. hey man, I can get some things accomplished and fulfilled today. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you, what you're doing there, man. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much for asking, man. And, I, and again, I appreciate you uh, having me on. We Optimal Self is a passion project of mine. I've learned a lot of different principles throughout my life. Uh, so we have a, we have a principles course. Uh, we have an identity course. But more than anything, it, it's not about the courses. It's 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 about providing an environment, uh, platform for people. It's it's you can get into our Facebook group for free. Uh, we're, we're not trying to you know. I, I understand money and things like that. That's not what this is. It's it's, it's about. Mm-hmm providing a platform for people to be the best version of themselves. Mm. And I say that not the best, not my version, not your right. version, not your mom's right. version, not, not anybody's version. Everybody else, everybody, everybody has a, has a, has their own print, right? Your mm-hmm. own fingerprint, mm-hmm. everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Like this all different and it's all mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. And I say the same thing about this. Every single human that we come with has, has a, has a unique, mm blueprint about them. They have a unique song inside of them. Yeah. I want to optimal self is about bringing principles to light that you can implement in your life so that you, I want you to sing that song. We want to hear your song, yeah. man. Wow. That song that's inside of you. We want to provide an environment where you are not judged, where you are not like, look, they're all walks of life, all gen doesn't matter, man. Like right. come with it. I yeah. want to hear that song. Yeah. And I don't want, I want to, I want to create, a company and an environment that we can bring people into so no more people go to their grave with that song inside of them. Man, mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta allow them to sing it, man, no matter what. Mm-hmm. We gotta root for each other, we gotta pull for each other, right? We wanna man, it's so cool to see people the successes because everybody's <laughs> cheering, man. Like That's somebody good. posts something, they're like, That's yeah, good. everybody chimes <laughs> in like yes. Like, yeah. it's because they're not taken away from you. My success doesn't right. take away from you. Right. No. Right. Look, you know, that fire, that candle, go light. When you when I light your candle, it does, mine doesn't go out. Let's go light more candles. That's what Optimal Self is. Again, we have principles. We have things. Um, we're, we're getting ready to launch uh, the, the actual the, the podcast. So please join in and mm-hmm. listen along. Um, one of our flagship products is, is, is a streaks calendar. And I and I I said it to you in this and, and again it's a, a, a journal but it's it's a it's a yeah. it's a monthly thing, and okay. I'll live it to you like this because I know we're running out of time. Is that it got introduced to me years and years and years ago, and I realized that's exactly what I was doing. Is every day I went out there and hit those balls, I was streaking days together. So what we want mm-hmm. people to do is see that calendar, have your goal, and every day you do it. And little things, just like oh I got up on time. Okay, that's man, mm-hmm. let's go. Right. I, mm-hmm. I hydrate. I, hydration is such a huge thing. It's one of our principles, you know, Himalayan sea salt and, and, and lemon in your water, the, the elements that the, the minerals that that has, how, what it does for your brain, what it does for your muscles. Again, it's, it's all for you there. Please follow along. Optimal self out today. But I'll say this, man, is when 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 you can start streaking those days together, it's not about one day, y'all. It's not mm-hmm. about, oh, I had a salad today. Oh, it's mm-hmm. not about, oh, I did a, a push up today. It's, you know. <laughs> 
it's every day, man. Yeah. What can we do every single day? And Jerry Seinfeld did this. Those guys didn't know the comedian, he had his TV, the TV show, whatever, is <laughs> he got shut down many, 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 many times. Mm. So what he made a deal with himself is that he was going to write one joke, one joke every single day. And he'd have a calendar and he would, he would write it. And the idea was to see how many X's on that calendar he could get in a row. Right. Don't break the streak. Don't break the chain. Break the and so our calendar, what we do in Optimal Self is it's not whatever your goal is, whatever that thing is, we're going to get it all the way down to that mm -hmm. one thing that, they, that you need to do. Mm -hmm. And let's do that. And let's streak that thing together. Let's put some let's let's chain those good days together because a good day turns into a good week, turns into a good month. Man, it's it, it's compound effect, man. Let's awesome. let's go make it happen. Awesome, man. Wow, man. You knocked it you knocked it out the park today, man. We <laughs> really enjoyed this conversation today, man. Um, definitely, I know uh, my listeners and my audience uh, definitely could derive so much from it. I mean, the way you broke it down, uh, again, I, I, it was sticking with me is the accomplishments and fulfillment. That is mm -hmm. so huge to me. And I think that that clarifies so much. Um, because so much we, you know, we're, we're looking at the grind and we're looking at all the accomplishments we're getting, but truthfully don't, don't, don't miss the, the most important part, the fulfillment and making sure that you're catering toward that and giving your, your full attention to those around you and, 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 and building them up as well. So, yeah. man, got we got to get out of here, but man, <laughs> behind the grind, man, we really are doing it for you guys. This, uh, this, this series with the professional athletes, there's so much that we can translate in our personal and business lives. Um, that that just makes so much sense. Obviously, we got to do the small things. We got to do them repetitively. Um, e even the things that we don't like to do, right? But we know that it's necessary for the things that we really want to accomplish. So um, we're going to continue to drop some more conversations with other individuals. I know you enjoyed this conversation today with Jeremy. So please make sure you hook up with him. Make sure you catch, uh, follow him, whatever you need to do. Uh, this is definitely a, a, a gem we have right here. So until the next time, this is Behind the Grind. We out. All right, fam. I know you know that conversation was phenomenal. It was fire. I truly hope you enjoyed it. Hope you will come back and listen again to more conversations here on Behind the Grind. If you're not a subscriber, go ahead and subscribe to Behind the Grind. I promise you these episodes that we have will not disappoint you. Also, if you could do us a huge favor, if you enjoyed this episode or if you enjoyed uh, this conversation, go ahead and leave us a comment. Normally, I don't do this. I This is against my nature. But unfortunately, in order for us to get and gain traction here on this program, we need your uh, input. We need your comments. We need that five-star review. We need all of that on the podcast platform, specifically Apple. Please go ahead and drop that comment. Let us know how we're doing. We will greatly appreciate it. It'll help others find us here in this podcast space. Uh, we're African-American podcast is really out here doing its thing. And we would love for you to help us on this journey. All right. We'll see you next week here on Behind the Grind.